0: To just remind you it will be a continuation of this morning's message Because this service is trending in that direction I felt this today uh, Questions in my mind Really wanting to go in another direction And God keeps bringing me back to this And then this type of climate and atmosphere You got up here just a little too late For prayer, I saw you coming up, but I want you to know you're not gonna miss. It's not gonna pass you by. Right where you stand, God's gonna do it. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them I'm contagious. I'm infected. I'm a carrier. Of joy unspeakable. I'm a carrier. Of life. And it more abundantly. I'm a carrier. Of peace. That surpasses all understanding. I'm a carrier of wells of living water. And I'm contagious. Infected. How many believe that? I'm going to preach tonight. I may not even read a text, but I'm going to preach about the second touch, meaning that God wants to put the finishing touches. He wants to finalize, complete what He started here this morning. And for some, He's already doing that. And for others, He will continue to do that before we adjourn. I believe there have already been... Noble miracles to occur in this house of healing. I believe it. God doesn't just treat the symptom. He gets down to the source of the problem. And he can eliminate the source that's creating your pain, your misery, your problem. So lift your hands right now. And say, God, I release you to be to us what you are already to yourself. Complete, powerful, able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. Hallelujah. I have felt all day today, creative miracles. Creative miracles, you don't have to walk away and just accept it by faith. But a creative miracle, there is evidence there to prove that it has already happened. And I believe there will be creative miracles, if not already, to occur in this house. Somebody's pain will not only dissipate, somebody's pain will not only subside, but it will completely be eliminated tonight. I didn't choose the service, I didn't put the order in, I didn't orchestrate this, but he is the God of a second touch. Somebody needs to lay claim to a brand new encounter. A second touch. When God visits you again, He passes by you again and touches you. And this time, it's right. And we've got Bible, the blind man. If y'all want to remain standing or go sit down and park, you can. Whatever you want to do. I'm just going to preach a few minutes because the preaching's going to build faith. Not that I'm a great preacher because I'm not. But it doesn't say... Faith comes by great preaching. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word. So faith is coming. Amen. Because the Word is being preached. The blind man, the Lord touched him. And there was an improvement. Before there was total darkness. He was blind. But after the touch... He said, I see men as trees. His vision was blurred, distorted. It was not 2020 vision. It was not perfect vision. It's not the kind of vision that you want. But there was an improvement. Can I tell you somebody needs to throw down and celebrate the improvement? We need to learn how to celebrate the partial, the incomplete. And if you can throw down and celebrate there, I can assure you God will take you from there to here. That not only will there be an improvement, when He gets through with you, you're going to be satisfied. Because with Him, it's satisfaction guaranteed. And somebody tonight will receive the second touch. And you will be made whole. I am asking the Lord and believing that there will be in the next few moments a mass healing to sweep this congregation. I'm not a prima donna. I'm not on an ego trip. I don't have a magic wand. I can't heal. I can't make alive. But I am a representation, a representative, if you will, of him. And so are you. And he said to us, greater works than these shall you do. So if we don't step up and speak it, declare it, pray it, and believe it, it will not happen. It will pass us by. But somebody refuses to miss this moment of enormous magnitude. And it's going to prove to be monumental and miraculous. It is not the will of God, and I've said it many times, that we just talk about it, sing about it, shout about it, run about it, and preach about it. He wants to confirm his word tonight with signs following. And there's already been a confirmation because out of her own voice, she spoke it a few minutes ago. I can breathe now. I can breathe I feel so much better. She's not faking it. One preacher preached, you better fake it till you can faith it. We're not here to fake. We're not here to pretend. This is not wishful thinking. It's not a facade. It's real. Somebody's going to faith it. I've said it before, but faith is voice activated. The person who's always talking about I can't is right. They cannot. But a person that just speaks to themselves and is positive, I can do all things through Christ. We can. Let's do this. It can happen. God is willing. God is ready. God is able. That person, I like their chances. And Sister Ford, I feel healing on you tonight. God is going to touch your mind. He's going to refresh your memory. I curse dementia and Alzheimer's in Jesus' name. Don't tell me that God cannot give her some more quality years of memory. Brother Ford, go back there and lay hands on your mama. Anoint her with oil in the name of Jesus. I feel a miracle in the making. I feel the wonderful works of God about to be manifest among his people. In Jesus' name, perform a miracle in this mind, this faithful servant of the Lord that has served you faithfully for many, many years. I'm asking you, Lord, to heal her right now. Ha! 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 Instead of it getting progressively worse, we're asking you, Lord, for it to get better. And not just better, but made whole. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For the glory of God. The disciples said, why did this happen? Jesus said, so that the glory of God may be revealed. I say for the glory of God, do this wonderful act, this miracle in her memory and mind, in her brain, in Jesus' name, be made whole for the glory of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You ought to turn to somebody right now and tell them, Go ahead and receive your miracle. Go ahead and receive your healing. My God is not limited. My God is not restricted. He's able to heal everything in this house. I'm praying and believing. I'm feeling, I'm seeing a mass healing sweep into this house. right in here in the name of jesus Mm, this digestive system Mm, acid reflux in jesus name (laughs) be made whole esophagus that's the word Be healed. No erosion of the esophagus. In the name of Jesus. Honey, the miracle worker has come to see you tonight. I said the miracle worker has walked into your world. And he's ready to change the status quo. Matthew, the 12th chapter. Many were conspiring against Jesus to apprehend Him and incarcerate Him and then ultimately put Him to death. And it says that He moved away from them and began to head to the mountains, to other places. He withdrew Himself from the accusers from those who wanted to do him harm. But watch this. The Bible says in Matthew 12 that the multitudes followed Jesus and he healed them all. Got a question. Who are you following? Even better, what are you following? Are you following the trends of this world? The fads of this world? Are you following the crowd that wants to be accepted? Are you following prosperity, materialism? What are you following? They follow Jesus. <laughs> what are you saying? When you follow him, get ready. I think you're going to be surprised. At what he's going to do in your life. Because following Jesus is right. Yes, it is. Following Jesus is being right. right. And I've come to preach to some people right now. That have been following him a long time. He is no respecter of persons. And if he will heal them all because they wanted to remain in his company and they didn't want him to get too far away. I got news for some precious saint of God that's been living for God for years. Get ready. The prayer is about to be answered. Jesus said it. I believe it and it's so. Your healing is on the way. Your deliverance is at hand. I read that just today. They followed him. Instead of remaining with the fault finders and the skeptics and the critics and the religious. Because it was the religious people that put him to death. Amen. The scribes and the Pharisees, the bureaucrats, if you will, of Jerusalem, the high courts. He's a threat. Need to eliminate him. But the needy, the hungry, the empty, the sick followed him. I think sometimes we get too big for our own britches. We need to get off our high horse. Quit feeling like we're somebody and we've arrived and check me out and look at me. I'm going to tell you the best among us is nothing more, nothing less than a glorified mud ball. We're all made from the same stuff. That means it's a level playing field. Get your nose out of the air and feel like you've got an image to uphold. If God were to remove his hand from you, you wouldn't survive the night. You'd go all to pieces. You'd lose your sanity. You'd have a breakdown for the ages and never recover. But those that were hungry, inquisitive, destitute, empty, sick, handicapped, they followed Jesus God, help us to be transparent and real and ask ourselves tonight, what are we following? Who are we following? It's not enough to follow mom and dad. Lot followed Abraham. Abraham is the guy with the relationship with God, not Lot. Lot's religion was second-handed religion. He followed Abraham. Abraham followed God. Amen? And that's why when he was put in a situation that he had to choose, he chose what looked good to the eye. He chose the well-watered plains of Jordan. And within those plains of Jordan was the twin cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, I know it was a little further He only looked in that direction with never an intent of going that far. But whatever direction you're looking in is the direction you will go in. Whoever you're looking to is who you're going to follow. I want to make sure I'm following the right person. That's why... What looked like the perfect will of God was not. Why? Because there was no spiritual discernment about Lot. He based everything on carnal thinking. Plenty of water for the livestock. Plenty of grass for grazing. This looks like a perfect opportunity to better myself, to make a good life for my family. Only one problem. Be careful what you subject your family to. If we could have talked a lot at that moment, we could have said, you'll manage to barely get out by the skin of your teeth, but you're going to lose a wife and sons-in-laws and probably grandkids. Right. Amen. Amen? Amen? You say, well, we kind of going in another direction. No, I'm still preaching. What are you following? Amen. See, we want the blessing, not the burden. We want the promise, but not the price. Amen. We want the crown minus the cross. We want healing, but in the meanwhile, I'm going to do what I want to do. Hello? I can just come in here and be the saucer and reap the blessings That's overflowing from the cup because brother so-and-so, man, he's on fire for God. So I'm going to sit close to him and sister so-and-so is always going to get a blessing. So I'm going to make sure I'm close by. When's the last time you put in your time for your blessing? Hello? Hello? I'm not being negative and derogatory. I'm going to end on a positive. I'm just asking because God began to speak to me today. Remind the people. Ask the people who and what are they following? They followed Jesus. Not toward the crowd, but toward solitude. I mean, toward the wilderness. He withdrew himself from everything and everyone. And yet the crowd is behind him, the multitude, because they knew. He is what I need. It doesn't say that they stopped him and said, Would you heal us? It just says, And the multitude followed him, and he healed them all. So I have scripture tonight when I say a mass healing. He healed them all. I can't find in the scripture, except we preached about it this morning, that a full house and only one man got a healing. But Jesus sent his word and healed them all. And as many as were touched were made whole. So it's always been the will of God for it to be 100%. For there to be an overwhelming, decisive, conclusive healing. Amen? Amen? As long as you think you're your savior and your keeper and your healer and your provider and You're always going to miss. I may have mentioned this when I was here before. I don't know. I preached so many different places. But the rich young ruler, you ever thought about it? He was a young man that almost had it all. Because as far as this world substance, the materialism, the wealth, popularity, the prestige, he had it all except the one thing he needed most. So he almost had it all. And I'm preaching this to people. I'm not being ugly. I'm just telling you, you're close to your miracle. But you're going to have to turn your eyes away from some things and some people. And if you'll do that, you can walk out of this service with it all. Because if you've got Jesus... You've got it all. Amen. They followed him. Reading between the lines, it probably was not the easiest thing. They had to go against advice and public opinion, and, but they followed Jesus. And he healed them all. I'll tell you again, faith is voice activated. Anything you give your voice to, Amen. Married couples that's always threatening one another with divorce. It's just a matter of time. Every time it doesn't go your way or you get upset, you want to threaten them. It's just a matter of time until you'll follow through with that. Amen. Rebellious teenagers is always threatening to run away from home. It's just a matter of time. Hello. Because whatever you give your voice to, has the potential to become reality. Amen? That's why Jesus placed a premium and a value on speaking. He said, speak to the mountain. Don't think about it. Meditate on it. He said, open your pie hole. Well, that's not in the King James Version. But your mouth. (laughs) Open your mouth. Don't worry about if your dentures fly out. Just keep p- popping your gum. Speak to the mountain. Well, I'm trying everything here. You say, well, that's going to subtract. Oh, no. God didn't say, oh, I'm embarrassed. Let me go over here and leave and go find some. No, he's still here. How do you know? Because you're here. I'm here. Amen. You think, you think perfect? there's only perfect people here? There's people coming here with all kind of junk. All kind of spirits, attitudes, attachments, entanglements. Somebody said, remind him he's at Bendel. It's a lie. No, it's the truth. Amen. But he doesn't throw the clay away. He doesn't disqualify us. Because none of us are perfect. We have not arrived. Everybody in here, we're struggling with something somewhere in our lives. But I got news for you. I'm going to follow him. And if I'll follow him, he can change me. He can make the wrong right. He can create within me a clean heart. Lift your hands and praise him. It's 721. It's still early. I I know the lovebirds are in a hurry to leave. The pastor and his girlfriend. Boy, won't that make the news? Hello? Keeps talking about his girlfriend. It makes me want to go home tonight and see my Girlfriend. You ought not be talking that way, evangelist. Well, you ought not be thinking that way. You ought not be talk- thinking that I ought not be talking that way. You've been married close to 40 years, haven't you? How many? 40? Well, I'm, I'm 30, over 36, so I'm, I haven't caught you yet. But I'm telling you, you think the fact that you're human, God says, ah. Uh, I don't work with humans. Who's he going to work with? We got something the angels, which are not human, won't, but can't. Have. They desire to look into this, they want to investigate this. They'd like to be partakers of this, but they can't. So, in all of my little humor, remind yourself of this while you are yet human and flawed. He wants you to follow Him. We talk about looking unto Jesus, following Jesus. Can you imagine? Let's turn the tables around. If you only knew, and I want to remind you, here's a news flash. He's looking at you. Amen. And where He leads, we can follow. And there can be a mass healing in this place. A lot of Pentecostals struggle with healing because they're not convinced that it is God's will. They said, if it's the Lord's will. I, I've had Pentecostals to tell me, I, I, I think it's just what God wants in my life. He, he just chooses for me to be sick because apparently I need to be kept humble. So it must be the will of God for me to be sick. You don't really believe that. If you really believe that, you wouldn't go to the doctor. Because when you go to the doctor and get a prescription and get a shot, if you really believe it's the will of God for you to be sick, then you're fighting the will of God. God wants me to have this headache. It keeps me humble. And boy, I feel close to the Lord. Because i got an upset stomach and I'm puking. Hallelujah. If I throw up one more time, I'm going to hear the pearly gates open. Because I'm just close to God in my infirmity. Hello? It's the will of God that we prosper and be in good health. Good health. So you can eliminate the ill factor. Amen? If it takes sickness to keep you humble, you probably won't stay humble. Because you'll get proud of your sickness and become an hypochondriac. Had everything five times over, still got it. Somebody get around you and uh, I'm just not feeling good and you, oh, well, I'm not feeling good either, but, but I want to assure you, your sickness is not as bad as mine. Hallelujah. You may have a little headache, but honey, I got a headache and I've got this problem and that problem and you make a memorial and you worship it. Hello? Misery likes company. Amen. No, we need to be humble. I know that's a stretch and I'm going to the extreme. I, but let me preach to you. They followed him. And he healed them all. And we can be humble. Amen. Because he gives grace to the humble. Pride goes before a fall. Is that what he said? Holy spirit. A pride goes before destruction, the Holy Spirit before a fall. But it's nine of them to be of a contrite spirit. So you can be humble. And really, if you're humble, you don't know it. Now, I just speak for myself as far as my walk with God. And I hope I'm getting closer. And the closer I get to God, see, he's light. And the closer I get, because I'm dark, the closer I get to him, the light reveals. Attitudes and spirits. Hello? Misplaced priorities. Hello? Prayerlessness. It starts revealing flaws, shortcomings, hang-ups. And the closer I get to him, revelation, the light turns on. I've still got a ways to go. i got a long ways to go. But I don't get discouraged. I keep getting closer. I keep following. Because the more I become like him, the less like this world and myself I become. Is that okay? So keep following him. I'm not just talking about physical healing. We can be healed in every way, those who will follow him. And I want to be humble. I know some people that, and I'm not their judge, but you, you know, a tree by the fruit it bears. One preacher said, No, we, we don't, we're not supposed to judge, but you know, we're fruit inspectors. And and some people, listen, if you're spiritual, you don't have to advertise. You don't have to testify about your prayer life, how much you pray and fast. Because to me, it just kind of nullifies. It just kind of weakens the testimony. Get up, just brag, brag. And, And see, I don't know who does that or if anybody does that, so I'm just throwing it out there. Don't, don't be like the one lady that, that, that testified and her, her favorite testimony was, I am so thankful. I am so proud to be humble. Uh, oxymoron there. How, how, how does those two words fit together? Proud and humble. We can be prideful in what he's doing. But we don't take the credit. Because we know, if anybody knows us, we know us. Amen? The husband just thinks he knows his wife, and, and, and I know, and, and vice versa. And you just think you know your kids. and I'm going to tell you, kids will do just what they tell you they won't do. That's right. Parents would take up for their... My boy would never do that. <laughs> you need a wake-up call. See, I, I'm a parent. Now, they're grown, but, but there was a day. I mean, they'd just stand in your face and cry. I didn't do it. It's a lie. And be as guilty as sin. Just throw down and snot and cry. And I don't know why they're always telling stuff on me. It's because you're always doing it. Quit doing it. And mama and it. especially mamas, my baby, got you wrapped around your, they're smarter than mom. Hello? Well, how did I get off? Somebody said, I went my healing. Oh, it was going in the right direction. I'm trying to follow Jesus, but that evangelist is messing me up. How am I doing, Brother Troy? You said, you weren't quite as bad as I am. I'm telling you right. This does not take away from him. Amen? If you think you're too spiritual to smile, you're miserable. If you think you're too holy to laugh, I don't want your holiness. You've got to have a balance. There's a time and place for all things. And the reason I can come to church and smile and laugh and shout and preach and sing and enjoy life is because I've got it. Follow Jesus and the miracle will happen. Stand with me right now. If that leper we worked that fellow over because I talk about him a lot. If you will you can make me whole. He gets a passing grade mark for faith in the Lord's ability, but he didn't have the same faith and confidence in the Lord's willingness because he said, if you will, what he was saying, I know you can, your reputation precedes you. I've heard the stories. I fabricated. It's true. I know what you can do. And the Lord said, I will. So if you're struggling with the if factor, eliminate it right now. In Jesus' name. Furthermore, <clears throat> the I have prayed for people and God has healed them and while I prayed for them, didn't feel anything. Right. Confession. I prayed for a few folks. If, if I'm going to be honest, I've got to be honest. I had already preached, worked in the altar, been in church all day, tired, human. And, oh no, here comes another Mississippi talk. Here comes another. Thought, you know, be quiet on the, don't, don't strike another note on the because somebody else will come up here for prayer. We're just about to close this thing. And and here comes somebody, and and I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to go change clothes. I'm ready to go home. And, And here they come. Well, we need to pray. And we pray for them and God heal them. It wasn't my faith, but I was willing and obedient. No, I didn't have a nasty attitude. I tried to believe God, but it was their faith because they knew where to go. They believed the word. The prayer of faith works. I've, I've, I've prayed for people. I was in a large church preaching and had a great revival. Several got the Holy Ghost. Getting ready to close the service. And a man walked up, stood at the altar. His wife and children were a member of that church. He had been going there for years, had never made a move. He had some addictions in his life. He walked up and told the pastor something. The pastor walks over to me and he says, This man wants us to pray that God will deliver him from cigarettes, from nicotine. And he also wants the Holy Ghost. There's about five or six preachers. We laid hands on him. I prayed. I didn't feel goosebumps. I didn't talk in tongues. I just prayed in Jesus' name. Didn't feel anything out of the ordinary. I'd do my little thing. I turn around, walk back over on the platform, and all of a sudden I hear a commotion. I turn around, and the guy is laying in the floor talking in tongues. Man, I got power. It wasn't me. It was his hunger, his faith, because he told the pastor, I believe if y'all pray for me, God will set me free, and God will fill me with his spirit. I turned around, and he's flat of his back talking in tongues. I'm telling you, a revival broke out from that moment. God took it to a new level. I'm telling you. Whether you feel anything or not. You may not feel it your best spiritually. But if you will put forth the effort. Because the power is not in your touch. It's really not even in your words. It's the authority that you speak with. on The authority of the name of Jesus and the power of the blood. We speak it right now. Lift your hands. Come on, sis. Believe it right now. Whoa! The second touch. And this time he said, I can see clear. His vision was perfect. It's hard for us to separate, as apostolics, it's hard for us to separate emotion from power. We think as long as there's an emotional outburst, people shouting, running, oh, there's power. Honey, the power hasn't left just because things have kind of died down a little bit emotionally. And you've been listening. The power is still in place the miracle is still on the table. It's valid. It's true. So whether I feel anything or not, if I'll speak it in faith, how's your headache? Better. Well, better is better. That's an improvement. But I believe it's going to go from better to great, to complete, to whole may not be conventional. may not be wisdom on my part. It, it may not be the normal way of thinking because he's had, got, still got a headache. But brother, if you'll just make one lap, just walk around this place one time. I'm believing by the time you get back around here, the headache is gone. In Jesus' name. I'm not waiting to see. I believe it. Why don't you take somebody by the hand and say, why why don't you and I just march together? And while we are stepping out, while we are marching, the healer is taking care of it. Yes. In Jesus' name. Don't miss your moment. They followed him. I'm preaching to people tonight. You're a follower of Christ. You're committed to him. You serve him. You're doing the best you can do. I got news for you. You have been positioned for transition. I said you have been positioned for a transition in your life. The second touch in Jesus' name be made whole for the glory of God. (laughs) Musicians, if you'll come begin to play something. How many suffer from acid reflux? My, that's what I thought. Lift that other hand and say, Lord, I'm asking you right now to heal me of acid reflux, acid indigestion, upset stomachs, have a hard time eating things. You try to Figure out what you can eat, but seem like everything you eat has a, an effect on you. But I'm telling you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Be made whole. I said created miracles. From this service will come forth testimonies, praise reports. I'm better. Others will say I'm healed. Others will say it's done. Yes! In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Stretch forth your mighty hand. the works of God.
1: believe my faith, receive
2: healer in the house. Come on, there's a healer in the house. Healer in the house, for you, and for you, will make a way. I can believe my faith, received healer in the house, and there I know the healer in the house. Healer in the house, and for you, and for you, make a way. I can believe my faith, receive healer. And for you, he the already made away.
1: Ask and believe. My faith proceeds. I know there's a healer in the house
3: he knows any limitations all diseases all affliction he is a healer god bless you you may be seated thank you brother sanford for the word of god tonight god bless you appreciate that so much amen sister liz i'm sorry so since
2: 1989 it's been a long time since my fourth son was born i have had lower back pain Constantly, constantly, and I can't make it through 10 minutes, 15 minutes in service without my back hurting me so bad. So tonight is the very first night in years that I have been free of pain in my back, my lower back.
3: Let's give God some glory in this house. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, if you notice the message this morning, the set for the service and the service, it focused a lot on pain. 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 God wants to heal us. There's some pains, amen, that we're having to endure that God wants to deliver us from it. Let's let Him do it as a witness and a testimony of how awesome, how great He really is. Amen. God bless you. You know what else? All right. God bless you. You may be seated. Don't forget, we'll be having service tomorrow night, 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. Sorry for any inconvenience that's may be causing. Some has done approach, may have other obligations, cannot get out of. We understand that, but if it's any way possible, please make your way here. Uh, tomorrow night, 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. There will not be a midweek service, so that's going to change those. It was their, the Christmas program practice from tomorrow night to Wednesday night. And uh, so those of you, please come, try to be on time, try to pay attention, get involved. You got a short period of time to try to accomplish that, achieve that, and our prayers are with you, and I uh, want you come, amen, and, and uh, make the best of it, all right? Always remember, even things like that are important, and if you're 45 minutes late and it's just on your own choosing, you're robbing the rest of them of, their, of that 45 minutes, And that's not right. So keep that in mind, if you don't mind. Okay. All right. Birthdays. Got any birthdays, Brother Tony? All right. Anyone else? I haven't looked. So happy birthday, Brother Tony. him. Amen. (laughs) Anniversaries. Any anniversaries? All right. If not, we can stand together. You can just, whatever you feel to do. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. You just dismissed the fear of the Lord. God bless you.